0: Jab effect. Jab jab effect. Jab 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 effect. Jab jab effect.
1: Win, lose, or draw, I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people worry about. I'm worried about being the best and if taking a loss,
0: you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect. Jab 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 effect. Alright y'all, welcome back to Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy new year everybody. My name is Combo Breaker99. What he did against the best out there. Just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Boxing P, the undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I say it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker Ninety Nine. I want to be a star. It's your boy Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best.
1: Let's get ready to alright
0: you All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast. This episode 118. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing Pete. And we're back with another episode here, another show for y'all. Today, man, we just kind of want to do something a little different. You know, that's how we do. um, Well, first off, you know, we got a lot of rematches happening, Pete. You know, we got the one coming up this week. We got Deontay Wilder versus Doretees. We got Ruiz Joshua on December 7th. Then we got Tony Harrison versus Jamel Charlo (laughs) on December 21st. So... I haven't really seen this many rematches happen like this this close together. Have you, man? Um, yeah, I I never really thought about thought about it like that, but it is like kind of coincidence that we got these three rematches (laughs) kind of back to back to back. Right. Yeah. That's why. Well, first, before we really do that, so I just want to say, you know, shout out to all of them. You know, all six of these fighters because. Really, man, you know, it's rare that you see fighters want to run it back like this. You know, like, they all three were tough fights. You know, of course, two of them ended in knockouts. But before they ended in knockouts, they there were some real tough fights. And going back to Harrison and Charlo, theirs wasn't a knockout, but it was just like a a mental battle there. So when you look at all three of these fights and these guys wanting to run it back, it makes you just say you got to be a real tough fighter to want to run it back with any of these guys, man.
1: Yeah, you had to, um, like you said, get them props in because they run running it back and they didn't have to. Right. You know, Deontay Wilder didn't have to do this again. You know, Tony Harrison, I don't think it was a rematch clause. You know, he, he might not have had to, you know, do this rematch. And um, Ruiz. You know, I don't know if it was a rematch cause with that. You know what I mean? I don't know if he had to do this, but you definitely got to take your hat off to all these guys be willing and game to do them and like kind of quick. Well, not really. Yeah. AJ and Ruiz quick, but you know, the last, but uh, you know, Wilder and Ortiz and, and Harrison and Jamel, that been a little bit,
0: you know. It was supposed to be in June. Right. Remember, and um Harrison, but it got
1: cancelled, so um but um It uh, seemed like it's been it, it ain't been that long since Wilder fought
0: Ortiz. Right. And I think it seemed that way just because, you know, that's how dangerous these fights were. You know that saying when they say if you ever see somebody it'll be too soon. If you ever if you ever see that person <laughs> again it'll be too soon. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's like because yeah though. I was just looking back here at our episodes when we did the Wilder-Ortiz prediction, that was back on episode 38, <laughs> you know, so, wow. yeah, that was like our 38th episode and we're on like 118 now, so, yeah, it's it's been a little minute in between there, but for some reason it still seemed like it's like too soon, because that's how tough a fight Ortiz was for Wilder, you know? Yeah, it's
1: definitely fresh, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. You know, it's fresh. Yeah. But um, that's why I was saying like rematches, you know, like back in the day, it was no thing for two guys to, you know, mix it up or want to, you know, rewind and do it again because, you know, rematches, they happen for different reasons. Sometimes like if it is a close fight or if it's a draw or if it is like the Ruiz Joshua thing, if it's like the upset KO, you know, guys feel like they need that redemption. So, yeah. I think going back to some of the fights, we want to just kind of go back to, you know, um, a few years back for me, you know, another era for you that you wanted to talk about. You know, we just kind of want to go back and revisit some of our favorite rematches that happened back, you know, back in the day. But um, if you want to kick it off, P, will let you do that, man.
1: All right. Real, real quick. And before we hop
0: into that, yeah, you know, because you just brought up <clears throat> different
1: reasons that, you know, a guy might, you know, rematch a fight and um i thought it was i thought it was i can't even think of the word and but it, it really like kind of moved me that you know the reason why did you know gave ortiz both fights was because of that you know both of them having sick daughters and he knows how much ortiz really needs this money you know what i'm saying and i was like wow that kind of moved me when he, when he, you know, disclosed that as being like one of the main reasons, you know what I mean? Because it, it it's funny because it's, 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 you know, you're going to fight a guy, but you're doing it for a good reason, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I just, I just wanted to bring that up and touch on that for
0: a second because I thought that was, that was, that was big, you know, for the champ to even be looking at it that way. You know, that is, yeah, that is something different. Like, When I was watching that fight camp, I remember he did say that because, yeah, I remember like the first fight he said, you know, they both have the similar situations, daughters, you know, with certain conditions. And now he's willing to do it again. He's willing to put his title on the line and it on the line. Exactly. And it's crazy. And what's weird about it is it's it's not like he's throwing the fighter, giving it to him. He's giving him an opportunity at the same time. He's still coming in full force wilder, but. He's just opening the door to say, "Hey, man, like you deserve a title shot, but I'm still gonna give it my all. I'm not gonna make it easy for yeah, you, you, know?" Absolutely, by <clears throat> by
1: no means. You know, at the end of the day, he knows this is gonna secure a nice
0: payday for Ortiz, right. you know, because you're fighting the champ, and I know you you need the
1: money right now. Yeah, now both of them coming in full steam because mm-hmm. Ortiz would say, "Oh, man, that's that's nice of you to do that," you know what I'm saying? But no, he, he I'm sure he appreciated, but he coming in full steam too, so. Don't get that that part confused. It's still a fight, definitely. You know what
0: I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Especially after that first fight, it was like you 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 didn't even see no signs of you know goodness or kindness in that fight. You know, dude was taking the heads off. So yeah, add Absolutely. that to the list, man. Like rematches can happen out of the goodness of the heart. Sometimes you know that's yeah that that that's um that was something different, man. But um yeah, but yeah um like I was saying, you know we got a. Kind of go back. We just kind of want to go back and revisit some of our favorite rematches from, um, you know, uh, back in the day. Uh, what would you have on your mind, P, as far as your favorite rematch? So many, I know, man. Yeah.
1: Well, like, 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 like my partner said. You know, we had these three hot rematches coming up, so we definitely, you know, it just took us kind of back down memory lane. You know, these, these, these rematches are all three fights we want to see again, and you know. We just went back down memory lane, you know, thinking of some other good rematches throughout boxing history. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. kind of had the same feel or, or just a special feel, you know, because all three of these fights are... Fights, for, you know, all of them have, like, a, a different narrative, man.
0: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they do. You know, they three big fights, but three championship fights,
1: but all three of them have kind of, like, different stories behind them, so... You know, one of one of my all-time favorites, like I say, just because, you know, so much stuff was happening in the ring. And, like, some people understood what they were seeing, some people didn't. But, you know, the Sugar Ray Leonard-Roberto Duran, the rematch, you know, just how either both fights, really. Just the fact of how Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, in the first fight, the bravado made him want to fight Duran's fight and go toe-to-toe. You know, with, with, with Duran, and that was the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. Hands of Stone, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he, yeah. he paid the price for playing into his bravado and, to, and, and playing into Duran's, you know, game plan. so, you know, with the rematch, Sugar Ray Leonard was known to be a smart fighter. So what did he do? Come up with a smart game plan. You know what I'm saying? And and not only was it smart, but it was so brilliant you know he knew the type of person roberto duran was you know what i'm saying he played on all that so much to that a guy that was as tough as roberto duran wound up quitting you know what i'm saying i mean not really from the punishment from the psychological warfare that, you oh, know yeah. sugary leonard was putting on him so that's just like you know, that's definitely already gone down in history, but that's just still one of my favorites, man, just because, you know, the ring IQ, you're seeing different things in the ring. It wasn't about coming back knocking the guy out. He wanted to humiliate him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he did that by being smart.
0: <laughs> right. It was um. It was really like a good example of that saying, you know, why bo- boxing is 97% mental. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Duran... He 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 came in with his uh, his tactics the first fight and got under t- got under the skin of Sugar Ray Leonard because Sugar Ray Leonard was just so mentally shook in that first fight where it, it just put him in a different zone. But then second fight around Sugar Ray Leonard came back and said, "No nah, man, I'm I'm the thinking guy. You know, I got to think. I can think of something better. You know, I can think of a better plan and something that's gonna blow him out of the water. And he ain't gonna expect it. You know." Exactly. And the thing is, it wasn't all hands like we were saying. It wasn't like it was an all hands thing where he was, you know, putting hands on him, confusing him. And that way, he just gave him a whole game plan where Duran was like, what is he doing, you know? <laughs>
1: it just befuddled him, you know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, and it made him quit, go to the point of quitting because he was like, am I in here right now with the fighter I was in with last, last time we went around? You know, it was like, I don't know how to handle this. And Roberto Duran to me he's like one of the most complete fighters ever, but it was at that one moment he didn't even know how to, you know, solve that puzzle, you know.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and then another thing and just everything that Sugar Ray did was like so strategic, even wanting a immediate rematch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, because Roberto Duran, you know, he was celebrating, he was partying, he wasn't really in the mind state to really, you know, go right back right. into war. And Sugar Ray Leonard kind of knew that too, you know what I'm saying? And um, they threw enough money on the table, they ran, ran it back, you know what I'm saying? Compromised himself and, you know, ran it back, but just, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard really went back to the drawing board and, and studied, you know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah, people, like, you know, some of the stuff that I was just watching in the in, in the um, Deontay Wilder thing, how he was saying, you know, Lewis Ortiz said he had nightmares about Wilder, and, you know, Wilder was kind of saying, you know, some different things, vice versa. He said, when you constantly focus on one person for six weeks straight, you know, that's a lot. You know, it's something that most people can't really understand, because we don't focus on one person like that for, you know, no long amount of time. In that way, anyway, you want to hurt this person. Right. So, um, just Sugar Ray Leonard, went home and, and, and really studied You know Roberto Duran and just came back And just you know humiliated him I mean that's like the best word I could think about it And he humiliated like this Badass mm-hmm. tough guy You know what I'm saying
0: mm-hmm. Well it's like so, you, you think about it it's like Sometimes we look at a picture a picture Of somebody we can't stand You know we don't even want to look at it So it's like that's as far as we want to go with it But like a guy that you got to prepare and beat or come back and beat or, or try to come back and beat because he beats you. It takes a lot, man, for like Sugar Ray Leonard to want to go back in there immediately. Absolutely. And, and just going back and looking at the tape or looking at the posters or the way he acted towards you, it was humiliating. So you have to really come back to a mind state and say, man, like I got to get out of this, this funk and rebuild because it's like I can't go nowhere without if i see his face somewhere it's just going to like really give me nightmares almost you know what i mean like unless you can find that unless you can find that 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 heart to come back and, you know beat that person cuz like even with ortiz and like wilder it's like man like focusing on him for that long after what he did to you the first fight it, it kind of would give you nightmares you know what i mean because yeah that's you know y'all were, y'all are just like Two co-workers battling a fight or, you know, just like arguing. Y'all actually trying to, you know, beat one another, beat one another down. You know? Right. Right.
1: And like I say, Wilder might dream about you, but you got knocked out. That's like that. That's what will make a dream a nightmare. You know what I'm saying? Man? You feel yeah. me? So, yeah. you know, I mean, I know that he, that's probably replaying in his head. He dreaming that he fighting Wilder and getting knocked out or, or, or losing again because, you know the power is real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. Power is real.
0: But um, that that uh, the second fight with Leonard and Duran, man, like for for Sugar Ray to want to just take that fight as a you know immediately again, like you know he after that first fight he could have just said Nah, I want to move up or I want to you know wait a couple fights, but him wasn't that immediately. What does that say about him, man? You know?
1: I mean, that's the thing. Like, Sugar Ray Leonard, some people call him the golden boy, and this, that, and the third. You know, he was a very uh, media friendly person back then and a charismatic person, but Sugar liked the fight though, eh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Sugar was no punk. He wasn't just no pretty boy, you know? And um, we saw that kind of in the first fight. I mean... He went toe-to-toe with Duran. I mean, it just it wasn't the smart thing to do because that wasn't how Sugar Ray Leonard fought. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was fighting his style. right? You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? He definitely
0: showed that he had the heart,
1: the chin, and, you know, the skills are kind of bang with him, but, you know, it just wasn't that, that you, you wasn't a banger. You right. know, Sugar Ray Leonard, the footwork, the speed, you know? counters you know what i'm saying so um that that's
0: how i see it eh? you know what i mean yeah yeah um because that's where i was kind of thinking man like just looking at it from you know sugar ray's point of view just saying man i fought the wrong fight the first time let me get him again that says a lot because it means that you got more to your it it means you really have more to you you know, maybe yeah, in that first yeah, fight you yeah. weren't able to show it, but this time you came back and said, no, nah, I can do better. Let, let me do that back. You know, let me run it back. <laughs> so uh, when, when
1: when you don't have to, man, you know, at that back, back then Sugar Ray Leonard was probably financially set. He didn't take the fight for money. You know what I mean? He really, you know, as a champion, he couldn't really, that didn't sit right with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. This man disrespected his wife, his everything, and, and then he came and beat you. I had to fix that. I
0: had to fix that. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> you know,
1: and, and another thing too real quick man, mm-hmm. about like Roberto Duran, you know, when he quit, you know, I mean, according to the to the documentary, you know, little bio biopic about it about his life or whatever, you know, he went home and you know, he wasn't greeted <clears throat> with a warm welcome. Just knowing, like his culture, I think, like quitting is probably looked at even in the worst way. And Sugar Ray Leonard managed to make him do Roberto Duran quit with Roberto Duran, knowing, you know, how what he had to go home to, just like is another level of you know what i mean what sugar ray did to him you know what i mean he didn't go home to to the, to the parade you know what i'm saying yeah i i
0: you think know. i think that him going back home saying if he just got knocked out he probably would have been greeted a little bit more as a warrior absolutely you know versus absolutely yeah absolutely mm-hmm.
1: absolutely cuz and and you know the movie they they, they berated him and you know, he was shunned
0: when he went home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean... And for and for for Sugar Ray, man, that's just like a big victory for him. Because, yeah, it's like... Some people, you know, we say, oh, like... What did he really... You know, what did he do in there? It's like, man, he just psychologically beat him. Mentally beat him. Because, like I said, there was every opportunity for Duran to win that fight. Or at least, you know, go out on his shield. Yeah, absolutely. You know... Yeah. It, it makes you say, man, like that—that's like one of the biggest shutouts. And kind of going back, coming back to today, one of these fights kind of falls into that category where it falls a- into like a battle of Absolutely. <laughs> I was, you already know I was taking it. Yeah. <laughs> what fight am I talking about, P?
1: You know the the, the AJ. Yeah. And Ruiz,
0: you know, I oh, mean yeah. AJ getting stopped for the first time and and
1: and mm-hmm. really wanting to run it back, and what everybody is saying is like, ah, uh, you know what I'm saying? A quick turnaround, um, I think kind of falls into that category. And that, from that regard, that yeah. you know what I'm saying? From that regard, by no means do I think AJ is has Sugar Ray limit, you know, boxing skills, but in that regard, just AJ immediately wanting to take this rematch, you know what I'm saying, you know, and like I say, I mean, he's financially said he didn't have to take it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, I mean, he don't need boxing, but kind of want to prove something to himself and, 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 and fix with in his mind, is a, it is a wrong, make it right, you know, I, in his mind, I say it's wrong, at the end of the day, it's boxing that, the better man won that night, you know what I'm saying, I mean,
0: Right, was no lucky punch or nothing.
1: Yeah, don't make it seem like you know what I'm saying. You 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 better than him because that night you wasn't.
0: Exactly. Well, let me ask you this, P. In your honest opinion, you know, since you brought that up about him, um, you know, being financially set and wanting to take this fight immediately, like you, do you think it is money driven? You think that's one of the biggest reasons? Do you really feel like he is? Like man, I really need to get back at this guy. I need to get back. You know, do do you feel like he really feels that in his heart, or is it just doing it? You know, for for the sake of keeping up a a a, a public, you know, public appearance in his country as being, you know, the big man, the favorite, the superstar. Um,
1: it's it's it, it's hard to say Aunt, but one thing that I that I noticed after that fight is like. AJ missed those belts. Those belts just—he got a different level of, it, of of people reacted different when he had the belts. Yeah, you know, it, it's almost—it's almost like obvious. It's like, I mean, he like Clark Kent now. You know, what I mean, he just walking around.
0: You mm-hmm.
1: know, <laughs> regular Joe. You know what I'm saying? It's not like how it was before. It was like he's a mega star. He, you know, now he more of a, of a regular Joe. Which I mean. One loss don't mean it's over for him, but when you got somebody so high on this trajectory, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and they kind of go out how he went out. Yeah, that's a that's a fall from, that's a fall from grace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know he that's the one thing you could always say about him. You know, people say oh, AJ he don't have a chin instead of third, but he the champion. Now he ain't the champion. <laughs> you feel me? Right. So. You know, outside of being the champion, what else can you really say about him? You know, Deontay Wilder been the champion so long that you know what I'm saying. It's like he's showing you what he's about.
0: Right. Yeah. It definitely, and that's kind of where they differ because of Let's say, let's let's compare AJ. Like not comparing, parent, but you know, let's just say him and Lennox Lewis. You know, as far as when you when you see both of them, let's say if you see Lennox Lewis down the street, you remember him as that guy who beat everybody, even if he lost Excellent. to him. you know Absolute. you remember how he, he got knocked out in two of his fights, but you remember how he bounced back. So that kind of cancels him out in a way. It happened, but you still can cancel it out and say, you know, he is that guy. But right, right. now, you can come on, man, you can most bet a hundred thousand dollars that every time AJ's walking down the street somebody in the UK is like running back that knockout in the head you know of Ruby's knocking him out like they're not really remembering the Klitschko fight right now they're remembering him you know getting knocked out so every time he see the fans you know that's exactly what they're thinking about you know and they're gonna keep asking him about it so it all kind of boils down to him you know if he really is this fighter this champion it is rubbing him the wrong way and like like I said I'm not I'm not him so I'm just hoping that he is taking that rematch for that fact, you know, to right that wrong. I
1: mean, and and, and I mean, I absolutely agree, eh? but you know, with 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 he reportedly getting paid for this fight is like sick. I mean, even mm. if he was scared to death, it's worth doing it. You know what I mean? Which which kind of blurs the lines a little bit because I never thought about the money at. Eh? You know what I'm saying? But it's a big money fight for AJ, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, the, the belts is on the line. You know what I mean? And he, you know, I mean, Ruiz definitely making substantially less than AJ, reportedly. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, that's a slap in the face. You know, but when he's standing to make that type of money, I don't know, and it's hard to say. It's a lot of money on the table for it. Ain't like he, you know, taking a rematch for small, small money. He getting a nice check, and um, I mean,
0: yeah, oh, yeah,
1: thing, yeah. You know, when that type of money on the table, how can you say where 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 a guy really his heart is really at? You know,
0: right, right. See,
1: most most guys will never get offered this, eh? No. most guys will never, most fighters will never get offered what he getting for this one fight right now. So. You know what I mean? If 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 they offering numbers like that. I mean, come on.
0: He'll be in you it whether it's I mean? he will take it whether his heart is in it or not, right? Yeah, I mean, right. I, I mean yeah. we, we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know, right? We'll but, never know. Yeah, if he yeah. wins,
1: yeah, man, I'm, I'm, it, then his heart was in it. If he if he loses, no, nah, man, I don't <laughs> you know, I wouldn't really it'd be something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? It kind of if, be a, if, if he wins, we'll never know.
0: So go go back to uh, Duran. Like, how did you feel like when you saw that fight and he just said, you know, he didn't want to continue after the eighth round? Like, at the moment, you know, you were adrenaline watching the fight. What did you think? Like, what... well, to
1: be honest, I, I was a kid mm-hmm. when that when that fight was actually happening, and I was watching it with, with my father, and I ain't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. He talking about no mask. I, I ain't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and even at that time, I didn't really understand the magnitude of what was happening. You know, of course, I wanted Sugar Ray Leonard to win, and I was just happy that he won, but I didn't really understand what he did to make him do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That? I, I,
0: I almost made Pete sound older than he was, you hear? I, I made yeah. it sound like he was 30 back then I or something. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> it <was> made <laughs> me think. Well,
1: shit, the first time, you know, I mm-hmm. remember when it when had and you know what I'm saying? Right. So, but that that that's that's what it was for me. I did see it as a kid, and you know when he said no, miles as a kid, I didn't really like. I said I didn't know what that meant. You know what I'm saying? I definitely didn't understand the magnitude of the psychological warfare that Shakeray Leonard had just put on him. You
0: know okay. what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, well, um, when you did like get older, as far as like just kind of looking back at it, as far as him just quitting, what did you think? Like, like what made what made you think of? What, what were your thoughts of him as a fighter, then, at that very moment?
1: I mean, my, my thoughts of him as a fighter was the same, man. I mean, you mm-hmm. can't erase history. Right. He just he just went up against somebody better. Yeah. In, in a different way. And that's the thing about boxing, you know. I mean, it's all types of weapons that people can have. I mean, Sugar Ray Leonard was charming, you know, had all his charisma, you know, he, he he was a guy who, who was a thinker, you know what I mean? He he, he saw these things. He visualized, well, oh, I, I want to have a nice appearance when I'm on screen, so I'm smiling. I want to give off this type of persona, you know? He, he, he knew all about that stuff, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and, you know, that allowed him to get into this uh, a tough guy, you know what I'm saying,
0: mm-hmm. like Duran, and make him quit. Right.
1: Humiliate him, bolo punch him and make him quit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. It was just like two- A
1: world class guy. A world class guy.
0: Yeah, it was just like two different levels that night. because yeah, if I go back and look at it to myself and I just say, Okay, Duran felt like this was just something different and, you know, I didn't know how to approach it. I can't really yeah, I don't I don't get upset or take anything away from him because you know, I definitely still say, you know, Durant he is one of the best fighters of all time, you know. of all areas you know he is still something special that's why I say like for what Ray Leonard had to do that night he had to do (laughs) you know to me I think when you got two guys like in it two guys of you know elite level status but different styles you know very very different styles Sugar Ray Leonard said this is how I have to beat him you know this is how I have to beat this guy.
1: Exactly. Now, now check it out, and I want to catch you right there, real quick. I want to do a sidebar,
0: okay? Because
1: while we talking about rematches, okay, I want to bring up a a, a a fight, a rematch that we never saw that that should have happened, which was the Sugar Ray Leonard and Marvin Hagler, right? Mm, mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, the, the 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 games that he played with Marvin Hagler. That was that was different I wanted I didn't want to see that from him I wanted to go I wanted to see them kind of I ain't saying a slug fest but I wanted to see something different I, I enjoy watching him humiliate Roberto Duran you know what I'm saying right right When he did in, when he did that Roberto Duran I enjoyed watching that I didn't really enjoy watching the little tactics that he was kind of using. In the Marvin Hagler fight, you oh, know what
0: I'm saying? I got you. Okay, so um, you bring that up uh, and you say that I'm kind of thinking what I'm thinking right now, my thoughts. But I want to know why why you wanted to see that versus why you didn't want to see that in the Hagler fight, Hagler.
1: Okay, because for, for me, because Roberto Duran was such he was the bully,
0: and he was so disrespectful to Sugar Ray Leonard, mm-hmm. you know, and his family
1: that I wanted to see. I mean, to me, that was better than a knockout. You know what I'm saying? That was better than a knockout. I mean, Tommy Hearns. I mean, he short circuited Roberto Duran. I took pleasure in that one too. But <laughs> yeah. But you know, to me, what Sugar Ray Leonard did was kind of tougher. I mean, was was was, was bigger, making a tough guy quit. You know what I'm saying. I mean, and not just a regular tough guy. We talking about Roberto Duran. I mean, like you know. I mean, he he he, he was the man.
0: Yeah.
1: At that time, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And um, Sugar made him quit. Sugar made him quit. So that just, like I said, don't take nothing away from Roberto Duran, but it shows that you know Sugar Ray Leonard was, you know. Got got some stuff that you know Roberto Duran don't know about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't know about. But oh, but like you said, what, what made me not? Because like I said, that's the main thing. The disrespect he showed Sugar Ray made me want to see him humiliate. You know, Roberto Duran in that fight. You know, like I said, I I took pleasure in seeing him systematically and do all these. Radical things to eventually make him quit, or I think you know his plan was to make you know get the knockout, frustrate him, and knock him out. But he ain't even had to knock him out; he just made him quit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. For the Marvin Hagler and Sugar Ray Leonard fight, you know a lot of people. I mean, that's probably one of the most controversial fights in in boxing history. One of them, Matt, because so many people saw that different ways. And, you know, some people say Sugar Ray Leonard won. A lot of people thought Marvin Hagler won. But the one thing we know for a fact is after that fight, Marvin Hagler never fought again. So because, you know, he couldn't get the rematch. And um, that right there say a lot in itself, Matt. A guy at the height of his career, a man like him, after one fight, he, he you know, he, he walked away from the sport, you know, and it was just like this was a fight that a guy was supposed to go out on their shield and just really show who was the better man that night, not who could play the better game, you know what I'm saying, and, right. in my opinion, that you know what I mean? This was a fight that I kind of wanted to see guys just go in there and give us more, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I wanted to see tommy Hearns and marvin Hagler. that's what we wanted to see i ain't you know what i mean that 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 was highly entertaining until it was over right and that's what we kind of wanted to see with sugar ray not him you know moving around and you know stealing rounds in the last 30 seconds or whatever uh, each round or whatever he was doing but you know we kind of wanted to see a little bit more
0: engagement and you know, at least a guy get knocked down. Something man. Yeah, because yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. Because um, I was thinking when you brought them two fights up and then I just thought of that outcome of Leonard Hagler, I was like, yeah, I, I wasn't satisfied with that. Neither were a lot of fans back then. That, that wasn't a satisfying ending to Hagler's career, you know, because first of all, what he did in that fight worked in the Duran fight because the Duran fight had like... um. The, end, the, the ending to the second Duran fight fit the whole picture of their whole rivalry. You know, it's like a movie. That ending fit everything that led up to the climax and, either, you know, the backstory and what, what took place in the first fight. Whereas the Hagler thing, that was a different movie. You know, Hagler wanted to showcase who was the better skilled fighter, you know, and um, they didn't really have the same backstory as they did. So going into that fight, you know. Leonard's approach should have been more of, okay, this is, um, this goes down, this comes down to skill, who, who's who got the better jab, who's got the better inside game, you know, none of the antics, you know, none of the antics, so I, I yeah, I feel you on that, yeah, like, using that in the in the Hagler fight, it was kind of like, putting comedy, too much comedy in an action film, you know, you know what I mean, like, I'm not saying, you know, uh, Leonard is like a comedian in him, I'm just saying, if you were to compare it, it's like, you got too much of this element in here when we wanted to see a balanced out action thing, you know, action film. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, analogy. You asked me, at. you know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying, yeah, because that's that's kind
1: of a good way to put it. But you know, I mean, I never thought about it to that extent till we just brought it up. Yeah, you know, but um, but that's how I feel. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I liked it in in the Duran fight, but I didn't like it in the Hagler fight. Right. While we talk about rematches, but anyway
0: okay well yeah man um overall yeah like like you said that was like a very very like big rematch in history that that will go down in history to just show people why the mental part of boxing is important you know what i mean and yeah. it's in the ring and out of the ring you know so yeah man um but yeah man final one here i want to go back to a rematch back in uh 2011 man it was 8 years ago want we'll to talk about miguel Cotto and um antonio margarito the second fight yeah Oh nah, man this, this one to me it was like the best word i can say for this one you know because Cotto he's one of my favorite fighters it was just like closure you know what i mean it's like closure this one's a good example of like redemption because that first fight that took place man it was just so much to it um I remember watching that first fight, like three years, you know, three years before the rematch, and you know, Cotto was in there with me, uh, Antonio Margarito. Everybody felt like Cotto, you know, he had the skill to beat Margarito. Which, mm-hmm. going into that fight, he he did. You know, he had the boxing ability, but there was just something about it, like the way Margarito was approaching this fight, like it was going to be an easy fight. Once you go back and look at body language, it was like. Cotto was doing everything that a boxer supposed to do—jab and moving combinations—but it was like Margarito knew he had something. All he had to do was kind of stay in there for a few certain amount of rounds, and then he was going to let go. You know, like Margarito had this type of defense that wasn't good. So I'm just like, he's in there taking all these shots, and I'm like, why is he just in there waiting? You know, he's hitting Cotto with some leather here and there, but as the fight picked up in the later half, it was just like. He started dropping heavy bombs on Cotto and Cotto's everything just changed. You know, his his face was changing, you know, his body language changing like he was getting hit hit with shots like he ain't never been hit with. And, you know, until like the 11th, 10th round till he got stopped. And um, after that, man, it was just like that fight, it really weighed heavy on Cotto, you know, just because of the beating, the, the history these two guys had after, you know, Antonio Margarito, you know, found out that he was using plaster in his gloves, you know, so all of that leading up to this rematch, you know, Cotto actually was able to fight this guy finally on the level he was on. It just made me say, now we really get to see who the better man was, because the second fight, Cotto, he went all out, same same game plan, you know, boxed the hell out of him, was hitting him with some of his hardest shots, he took some of Margarito's hardest shots, you know, minus the hand wraps, (laughs) so... We really got to see who, is, who was the better man in that fight.
1: Excuse for me, eh? <clears throat> it's just when you think about how Cotto felt after, you know, like you said, you know, Margarito got busted with those hand wraps and he started reflecting back to their fight. Like, that's why I was feeling this. This why my face was bruised for three weeks. That's why, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure, sure. they start. You know, filling in the blanks, and nothing really happened to Margarito behind that, ain't? Eh?
0: No, you
1: know, saying? nothing really happened to him. So it's like, hey, this guy is he, he he cheated with me. He got caught about to cheat. You know what I'm saying? He might have took a few years off my boxing career, off my life. It's just that—that that was a lot to deal with. I know it had Kodo enraged. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to do more than just boxing, but at least he did finally get. That element of redemption, you know, out of the system. I don't know if it was enough, eh? You know what I'm saying? Because that's like somebody hit beating you with a baseball bat, and you just playing fair with them. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, because it's I on... think
1: he did at least get that out of his system. You know that I'm sure that did something for him.
0: Right, right. Because you got to think, man. It's like that fight. Could have taken some years off of him, you know. Yeah, like, it's a, it may could have killed him, man. Yeah, it's it could have killed him. You know, it's insane. Cotto could have been a different fighter, like you know. Cotto probably feel like there were times like I could have did this, you know, but maybe now I can't because you know I, I got beat so bad in that fight. Like who knows what that, that, the X rays sure, look that, like to him?
1: Just thinking, you got a guy like Cotto who's a warrior who ain't going to quit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and you got a guy
0: in there cheating. That's just like a bad combination. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, dude, like, how can you? You know, that's why I say shout out to Shane Mosley and his team because they were the ones that actually, actually, caught it. They caught it. Yeah, Yeah. they caught it before the fight. It was like, you know, he's got these illegal hand wraps, and that's why I brought that up with the first fight because you know, like they say, you got to you got to wait for him to kind of get hard. Once they start to sweat. You know, that moisture yeah. makes him hard by, like, the later rounds. So then you you swing cinder blocks, basically, you know, like they say. So whenever Kodo felt that, he was probably like, dude, maybe just just hit hard. But now he went down the line. He was like, oh, man, like, this dude damn near killed me. So right. there was a lot of things going into this rematch Kodo was probably feeling like, hey, he was probably having nightmares. You know what I mean? Because he was like, my face was damn near rearranged. I'm in there, you know. Giving my all, but it was all taken away by this one dude who just wanted to cheat. You know, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, thing. I mean, one of the worst thoughts he probably could have was going in there and losing that. You know, what I'm saying again. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not saying Cotto will be cheating. mean, Margarito will be cheating, but you, you just lost. Clean because the, the, the psychological damage you, 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 gun shy, you thinking, you know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah, who knows what was going through
0: his mind? Man, it's a lot, and that's why I say I was glad this rematch happened because, like I said, everything was done on the fair, f- fair, fair playing field. Now, you know, he got what was his in some ways. You know, he was able to stop him in the 11th round. He he did major damage on that eye. You saw that eye of Margarito's, okay. It punched him, yeah, they punched him, man. And now it kind of goes back to him. Now that karma comes back because he had to have orbital bone surgery. You know, like his whole eye, eye got reconstructed. You know, Margarito's did. So he kind of faced the same thing. You know, Pacquiao. You know, beat him up. Now Cotto, had beat him up. So he got he kind of got tenderized the same way. You know. So it, it all come. It all comes back, man. So yeah, definitely
1: came back to
0: him. And I will say definitely this came back to him. I will say this. My final thoughts on that fight is that. It's a good example. That's why I say redemption and not revenge because if Cotto would have went in there with a mind state of revenge of like, maybe I better do something dirty in the fight. I'll bite him. I'll hit him low blow. You know, (laughs) hit him with some low blows or something like that or elbow him a bunch of times. He probably wouldn't have came out the winner and it wouldn't have been right. But I say it's redemption because he went back in there, you know, with, with heart saying, I'll face the guy that damn near killed me i do it the same way i did it the first time and i come out on top because i'm just here to prove i'm the better man so yes, yeah that that was redemption definitely. yeah but yeah man um any other thoughts on that fight man like any of these rematches man like as far as uh dakota margarito like what you thought of it man what i mean I, I thought i thought i thought it
1: was a it was a great rematch for pretty much all the same reasons you know you didn't just to think like you were just saying um Redemption. When I think about that fight, you know, Cotto didn't go out there head hunting. He he did what he always does, and still came out with the victory. You know, what I mean, you would think he probably was angry and wanted to do some extra stuff, but had it still had enough self control and discipline to do what he always do, and like you say, came out. On top because he he he's the better man at the yeah. end of the day.
0: Yeah, definitely. You
1: know what I'm saying? You wasn't. You cheated. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Probably. And it took you know eleven rounds to get him out of there. You know, like I say, Kodo wasn't no quitting a man. I mean, that's that that's how like dangerous it is. Him wanting to keep pushing could have killed him. Right. Could have killed him because they warriors. Some of them you gonna have to kill him. Yeah. They're not gonna quit. That's why I say. It, it was weird to see roberto duran being a warrior quit and eh? mm-hmm. we seen people like Cotto take that type of punishment it wouldn't quit
0: physical punishment you know
1: yeah it wouldn't quit mm-hmm. so that's what i'm saying that's just how crazy the sport of boxing is man
0: yeah because like you look at duran's face and he wasn't marked up or anything but he quit but you look at it, Cotto. His dad have to stop the fight. You know, his dad actually having to stop the fight because, you know, he wants to continue. He's going through blood because his heart's saying keep going. But, you know, his body is just ignoring it. It's like, we're going to keep going. So it's weird like that, man. That just show you how strong the mental is in boxing there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for some people. You know, it For shows songs. how strong Kodo, Kodo's mental is, you know. Yeah. Everybody,
1: everybody ain't... All the fighters not built like that. Ain't, definitely not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right.
1: You know, Kodo definitely was special and, and one of the greats.
0: Definitely. You definitely. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, um yeah, man, that's, I think. that's about all we got on this one, you know, as far as this segment with these uh, rematches. Like I was saying, man, like, we just got so many coming up and it kind of, you know, makes me... It makes me happy that we get to see fighters, you know, <laughs> run it back. I like I, that's right. I like you know because some way want to say, oh man, like I'm moving on, I'm done, I'm done, you know. But they actually want to come back and say, let's do it again, you know. Yeah. So yeah,
1: and and think about it, all three of these are uh, rematches that you don't mind seeing again. It's not like. Right. You, you you saying, oh man, that was a clear cut win, or even Ortiz it was a knockout, but he, he had wilder well, hurt. It was still a very interesting fight, really until the knockout. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, man. So um, real quick though, man, because it is fight week, man. What, how you think this one going down between Deontay Wilder and uh, I almost said, I almost said Victor Ortiz, I mean Luis Ortiz. So. And. Um,
1: You know, the the thing about boxing, man, is, you know, when it comes to predictions, you're supposed to predict the winner, not who you really uh, are a fan of, man. But it's just, I can't go against the bronze bomber, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I do feel this fight is very, very dangerous just for a lot of, a lot of reasons because I mean Ortiz might be old but he an old dog eh? oh yeah you know what I'm saying who know a lot of tricks
0: you yeah. know
1: what I'm saying a lot of tricks and you know if 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 he manages to get wild and hurt again he might know something different to do you know what I'm saying he might not get so excited I don't know but um you definitely can't count him out but man I can't go against my boy Bronze Bomber um, and I just I can't, but I think it's a very dangerous fight. And He seemed like he's taking it serious and he, he he well prepared, but it's definitely a dangerous fight, especially when I look at Lewis and he in shape. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing how old, however
0: old he is. I'm seeing pectoral muscles. I'm seeing a little six-pack coming in there. That's, that's that's saying something to me, eh? Yeah, it does, man, because um, he's definitely approaching this fight even more dangerous than the first one you know he, he seemed like he really taking it seriously so and I, I want to say yeah I was glad you brought that up to the fact that predictions is different than who you're going for you know what I mean like I just tell casual fans that like when you want to predict something you just got to be real down the line you know but like whenever somebody might ask you say oh who you going for I'll say oh I'm going for so and so but being a when you predict you just got to go by the stats you know you know, let's, yeah. Let's man, real. Like, as hard as it might be, as much as it might hurt, you know what I mean, <laughs> right? but but for me, for real, like yeah, I'm a fan of Deontay Wilder, but as far as my prediction, I gotta go with I gotta go with Deontay Wilder just because I think his energy right now is like through the roof as far as how he, how he how he how he how he approaches a fight, you know, how he approaches it, and he you can't tell him anything other than you know winning. You know the winning is all he wants to do, and I think that when he gets, when he when he kind of cracked the code the first time of how to get in there on Ortiz, I think he's just gonna go ahead in there and, you know, make it a short night. That's me, honestly. You know. It's it's, it's highly possible, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Wilder
1: is a freaking awesome. freaking nature from his power to his his, his body, his, his small everything about he's a freak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and um, I love watching him fight. You know what I'm saying? He definitely is great for boxing, the heavyweight division, all that. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the fight Saturday night. But, it, you know, I can't go against my boy, but he just needs to be on his A game. I think Ortiz is still very dangerous. He's a little older, but he old dog. Yeah, you know what
0: I'm saying. The whole dogs is dangerous, man. Eh? <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, so. yeah, they they are, man. That's why I was saying, like, the way he's approaching it is so much more dangerous than the first fight. But you know, I think, yeah, I think Wilder he got enough to kind of cancel it out because, like, like you were saying, Wilder, man, he the dude is scary. You know, like to be honest, like looking at him train and the talk of you know hurting these sparring partners, you know, unintentionally. And, and, and just like people holding the mitts for him, getting their damn hands broke and his, his trainer, Jay, um, saying he had to have hernia surgery from getting hit with a body shot. I was like, damn, like he's a freak of nature, man. It's real. It's real. Like you didn't even hear that kind of stuff with Tyson all the time. You know, dudes having to get hernia surgery like that. Come on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But yeah, man. Um. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that fight and we'll be back with that one man just to kind of go back and uh, talk about that fight but uh closing thoughts p before we get out of here man um
1: pretty much just looking forward to the next couple of weeks man. you know what i'm saying we we, we loaded up with really good fights you know and um i'm just looking forward to i mean i guess closing out the the the, the, the year with um you know these 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 next good fights. I mean, I don't think it's nothing bigger than these these three. I mean, tank fighting in December, but I mean, I'm talking about big fights. Yeah. These are three
0: big fights, you know. Yeah, yeah. A you know, A-list guys versus A-list guys, you know. So yeah, yeah. So And um where can they follow you at P? Oh, y'all
1: can follow me on IG at P Hill. And
0: y'all can follow me on IG at Loud Pack Boxing. You can follow me on IG at Combo Breaker 99 And uh, I don't know why Pete thought it was funny last time I said representing the ladies or something like that. <laughs> the women in MMA, I'll say. So you'll find a lot of women's MMA stuff over there and boxing stuff. But follow me on uh, Instagram at All Boxing Everything. And follow us both on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Jab Effect. And whatever, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. And yeah, shout out to them Facebook followers, too. You know, they, they've they been coming through like crazy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, to that one dude on IG who retracted that message real quick. Shout out to him, man. Because um, <laughs> I posted that Deontay Wilder, you know, the knockout ratio, knockout percentage. And he was about to say, well, Edwin Valero... Has a hundred percent knockout ratios. I was like, I ain't even had to say nothing. He already saw it said heavyweight, so he took it off there real quick. So <laughs> shout out to him for
1: doing that. You know.
0: Yeah, read oh, it, read it before you yeah, read it before you post, man.
1: And stop coming for people. I don't understand. You know what I mean? The, the, the platforms are friendly, you know, yeah. fan friendly. We encourage people, we I mean, stop coming for people. It's a way to do things. I don't understand. I don't. I don't come for nobody on nobody's page. yet eh? nah. I either like it or don't like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And keep it moving.
0: Right. That, that's. I mean, that's. That's what everybody needs to live by. Keep it moving. If you don't like it, just keep it moving, man. So. Right. But yeah, y'all. Uh, we're back. Uh, we back with another show again for y'all. But right now, combo Breaker ninety nine. It's your boy Bison P, y'all. And we signing out. Later. Peace.